Hey, guys. Um, welcome to the madness. I am <clears throat> pretty much self-quarantining myself. I have um, severe asthma, but not like every day. But when I'm sick, it's like I practically almost die every time. So, I am trying to take the best precautions that I can. I did go out today um, to go grocery shopping. Tis not fun. I waited in a line for 45 minutes before it opened just to make sure I got at least um, some soups and bread at least. Um, there was like a limit on one thing, one thing for almost everything. So that was frustrating. Panic shoppers. Can you not? There are elderly people, there are mothers in need, and for some reason, toilet paper is like a giant commodity. That's dumb, really dumb. You can't eat toilet paper, and I don't understand why the vitamin aisle is full, wine and alcohol is full, um, all fruits and vegetables. People are definitely sticking to, like, non-perishables, obviously, but, like, huh, just a whole empty fucking grocery store and just a shit ton of fruits and vegetables. Priorities. Priorities. Um, <clears throat> I hope you guys are all well. I hope all your loved ones are well. Um, you know, practice social distancing as much as you can. Um, if anyone is going through economic struggles... Uh, I really feel for you guys. This is a really hard time for our nation because we were not prepared. Our president didn't respond well. All this jazz. But anywho, this podcast is not about uh, a pandemic coming down and crushing us all. It's about poetry. So I'm trying to be productive and keep my mind focused cleaning, loving my pets, writing, reading, ignoring my homework like usual. But technically, this is the second day of spring break. So I think maybe, you know, another day after Wednesday, I will start. I have things to get done. So, but not for now. For now, poetry and lovely things that make me happy. Uh, all these poems are new within the past like month and a half. I am really, 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 really trying to work hard um, with writing again. I have been very distant. Usually the podcast previously, those are older works, not supremely old, but like from last year. Um, Cause in the past, you know, I don't know, couple months I haven't been writing. Um, you know, I just don't feel it in my bones. Losing the passion, I don't know. Um, I, mean, I was never a writer in the first place is something that a lot of artists sometimes think. Uh, <clears throat> so I've been journaling more every day because I don't know. I think if I have a pen in my hand, something will sprout. Um, I've been reading a lot more. And when I'm not reading, I'll try to listen to audiobooks. And when I'm not doing that, I'll try to do podcasts. But I also balance between like Netflix and um, currently Binding of Isaac in um, the DLC for Fractured Butthole. So between all these things, I'm trying to keep myself busy. Everyone stay positive. Hug, hug all your babies, all your pet ones, all your family, whoever. Whatever makes you happy. And um, 
Yes, now, time for the poetry. Um, <clears throat> this first one is, of course, untitled, but very new. <clears throat> Picture this, slip into my skin. I want us to take a trip down the rabbit hole where atypical days are every day. Your mind has moments where it begins to flirt with death's fingertips. When the moon peaks, you peak too. Your mind is a coliseum built for grand battles. You mimic a warrior helmet on the outside, stubborn and shielded. And yet the roars of lions echo off the walls of your soft-shelled skull. Other days, it's wanting to dance with fire. Fuck it. You are the first fire to spark life. It's the want to slip out of your skin and burst into pure energy, to be excited by being excited, to want to run your lips across everything that you find holy. It's creating a scripture and law and becoming your own devil and your only one true redemption. Your mind is a natural occurrence, more disaster than outstanding beauty. Either way, you leave people in awe, either by the infamy that glosses your eyes or the aura that most find enchanting. You glow like the stars. You are an agent of chaos. You have to choose your path every fucking moment. Alrighty. Um, I hope you guys like that one. Um, cause it's kind of like one of my new favorites. Um, yeah. On to the next. This one's entitled Pearl. I have hopes that I am a pearl. It is not my birthstone, but I gravitate towards the sea and I feel her presence upon pearls. Early on, I admit, I have had a rough start. I've never known calm seas. I've been labeled as abrasive, too short, too crass, and too small to sway the tides. I grew up in a small shell of a house. It appeared stable, but look closer, and you would see all the cracks, see the pieces that fell through during storms, and choppy waters. My house was made up of bad weather. My father was lightning and my mother was thunder. I've known what it is like to run for shelter. I've looked within the eye of the storm and lost. Fairy tales and childhood dreams left me astray and baffled. Soft-shelled homes for soft-shelled girls. But with time, I was born anew, no longer small, or dull. I took shelter, distanced myself from abrasive waters, cracked me open, see the parts of me that glow. I shine amongst the infinite sands. Fragile shells and small beginnings have created a pearl. Okay. Um, I hope you guys like that one. Um, <clears throat> I do have a couple uh, prepared for today. I, uh, one, needed something to work on, and two, 
had a couple poems that I've written recently that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I, um, I hope you guys are really liking the weather. Uh, I always love the rainy weather and it's nice to not have to really leave and just kind of enjoy it with the window open. It's the small things that you got to focus on sometimes, says my therapist. And I try to <laughs> think about it and reinforce said mentality. And yeah, little bits of advice. And on to the next. <clears throat> Untitled. <laughs> Present day enforces women's independence, an assertion that we are individuals, not property. Our bodies are not to be owned. Yet, here I am, heart racing, listening to him say, my rose, forgive me future wokeness. I am weak for him. I will be his anything. I will stop the world from spinning for him. I will throw a lasso over the moon and bring it closer, just like the movies. I will do it, even knowing the world would have devastational effects, just for perfect moments with him, to witness that smile spread across his face. I love being your rose. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, <clears throat> on to the next one. Um, side note, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but um, I go by Rose, but my legal name is Taryn. So I am currently in the process of, uh, well, my next step is to hire a lawyer now that I've changed my um, last name officially, got a new DMV license. It only took a year and three months to do it, um, <clears throat> but I did it. So the next step is to hire a lawyer and uh, change my name to Rose legally so I can feel comfortable in my own skin and yada yada. So I'm telling you this as background and a little bit of understanding for this poem. Okie dokie. All right. <clears throat> Is there a deeper meaning behind my continual lack to name my poems? As a person, I am a being who demands to choose a name of my own creation, to be perceived as this flower, to bring focus to my satin petals, forgetting the thorns. My poems seek a name, but cannot be named because I walk around with someone else's name. Strung upon my neck, who am I to give anything a reasonable title? Something with so much purpose and direction when I myself am so persistently directionless. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I wrote that poem one day when... Um, my one of my family members was writing me a uh, a check, and she wrote it uh, under Rose Bowen, and the it was just a whole big thing. Of course, the bank didn't want to um, 
cash it or fund it, even though it had my husband's name initially, uh, first it was, but it had my name too. And I had to have a, a valid license with it and they didn't expect, accept my Pitzer one, obviously, which is understandable. It's just really frustrating. Cause then I had to go back and explain that. She, and there's a whole thing where she had to rewrite the check and it was just this whole hoopla, but it made me feel really awful. And I felt really fucking shitty cause I, I am Rose. Like I've been been called Rose for almost a decade now, and I don't oftenly hear the word Taryn, but legal senses and when I have to fill out things, like I have to be Taryn, and it's just this uncomfortable thing for me, and it hurts. Um, so, yeah, but hopefully by the end of this year, I'll be Rose, which would be cool, you know. Just in case shit really hits the fan and I die. I could be dying with my actual name. And it could be on my gravestone, Rose Bowen. And I know my soul would be at rest. Oh, no. I'm also equally very dramatic for people who know me. Too dramatic, some might say. But, you know, aren't aren't all artists dramatic? Or not dramatic, yeah, dramatic or like over emotional. Like that's how you create art. Beings who feel too much. That's that's where it comes from. Deep in your belly. Um, you can tell I haven't communicated with very many people in a bit. They canceled my school on Wednesday, and it's uh, you know, almost been a week, week tomorrow, and it's just been chaotic and just wild honestly I just am suspended in disbelief all right if you hear a little jingle it's because I have my one of my dogs in my hands because pets are life um so I actually counted I have four more poems to read see I've been at work man um (laughs) this one's also untitled Tradition gave me God. The slaves had to find hope somewhere. My mother was devout. My mother knew nothing of holy words. She only knew judgment. She graciously gave me a doctrine to help me with obedience. I lost that faith. My hope diminished underneath my child eyes as each prayer was left unanswered. I lost the hymn I was raised with. Believing him to me now is like a pure child believes in Santa. But this myth's holy words have been doused in blood. Look the passions of hate and stoked the flames. I had to depart. My loss of faith broke my grandma's heart. She insisted Christmas morning, she hugged me with tears in her eyes, begging me to change my ways, for she knew I was damned. She did not want me to be. She said I had to find the light. She did not want me to go to hell. I, too, knew I was damned, but not in the way that she thinks. Later on, I found her... The her with the tumbling hair. The her that saw the me I kept underneath. 
She was a false idol, but every moment with her, I was humbled by her light and the goddess essence that drift off her like honey. Aren't all temptress wonderful? Aren't all fools blinded by the heart's passion? My knees were weak and bruised. I never knew what devotion meant until I housed my faith in her chest, let her every breath bring me life. I lost her, devastated and stripped raw. Faith tasted bitter upon my tongue. It's not like the lost faith and I were walking in darkness. It's not like breaking down parts of yourself and giving it all to empty passions. I thought faith was finding home in life, seeing the violent nature as a purpose, a cycle, knowing your own life has a purpose. Today, I found a temple of worship. It houses my soul and propels me through life. My mind and my heart will guide me and be my moral scripture. I and my body are holy. And on to the next one. This one I wrote for one of my classes that I will never see again. I, you know, I'll probably see my teacher because he's my major advisor, but I'll never see my classmates again. I wish I knew the last day that I saw them would be my last day because I would have said goodbye. But, you know, pandemic. It's time. I understand. It's just a sad time. All right. Cotton candied colored skies, open hearts singing through the night. Their sad songs lull the moon to bed. She is just a willing guest. Her light is unneeded. These souls roam vessels of pure light surrounding the planet like fireflies. The wind smells of salted caramel, gently kissing lips as they walk by. Time is just the past. The people here live in the moment. Rain purifies the earth with rose water. Every witching hour, the cycle cleanses sore hearts and minds. The people step out of their skins. When the sun rises and they stand like gods upon the air, just outlines of themselves. Their hollow parts whistle as they walk. They have no hands or mouths. They do not bury fists into soft bodies. And every harsh word has been flown off to space, a dazzling firework display. The birds see no evil. The dogs and cats spark scholarly conversations. The insects are the foundations to it all. All guns have turned to ash. Their nutrients fuel a colorful garden, a flower memoriam for the fallen. Soft bodies unknown to violence, pain, a concept told before bed. There are no streetlights. People drive with prayers tucked underneath their belts. Pedestrians walk with their eyes closed. The cotton candy sky, always present, always looming. Gravity decides to take a break four times a day, unknown to when they might fall or when they will rise. They are phoenixes in waiting, always striving to reach the sun. They live with their heads tilted upwards, bathing in con-candied colored skies. Gravity will always decide to falter here.
Okay, and I have two more. <clears throat> this one's entitled Her. Warp ceilings wash over a fractured girl. I addicted to her fragility. Her every fault is perfection. Her body a temple to be worshipped. I want to live in her broken pieces, each piece cutting deep to the bone. Suck my marrow, ingest me every morning when the sun rises. Her hair is vibrant reds, red like the dawn of a new day, carrying all hopes of potential and all the frustrations of failure upon her chest, red like a stop sign or fire, stop my heart from beating, burn me, red like the drop of a bomb, I beg you to destroy me, being scorched by you means that I had truly lived, heroine of my own creation, Savior to my manic dreams, the darkness hides when there is this much light and I bask in it, showered by the rays. She has died before, faded into a ghost that lived between my ribcage, unforgettable, even though we were estranged, those years scarred me, Deep welts that heal and reopen, remaining unseen, such a deep well of sorrow, all for my own existence. Next, the revival, the start of time, the beginning of the fate's undoing, golden streams lace around my neck, my neck bleeds into clay pots as an offering, yet I stand unwavering. My God, I saw her glory be reborn. It is not the first time I've seen her rebirth, but every time is a miracle. Moments, dusk hits and dulls the senses, dark and brooding days that drag like the summer's sweltering heat that blisters skin and peels the soul raw. My lips are dry and scorched by you, but I relish the deep want that festers in my belly. Dear girl, Lend me mercy, for I lay sullen, suffering agonizing moments without your grace. I do not know or wish to ever see an end. I want to live in your glory and have mouths of rubies, beating hearts upon my warmed hands, honeysuckled fingertips from pure and holy nights, bruised knees always pleading. Dear girl, lend me mercy. Now and forever, leave me scorched. Um, I feel like in my poetry, uh, that's where all of my um, obsessive tendencies come out. So, you know, going Mariah Carey. Why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I want to know. Anyway. <clears throat> and on to the very last one. I hope you guys have been enjoying my new poetry. They're all over the place. They don't have like a direction or like a consistent theme. Obsession, maybe. Okay, <laughs> last one. Sometimes I exist at a point where being a thing of matter is too much. I take shallow breaths, counting in every oxygen molecule, I try not to take life in at gulps, only small measures. 
I am weary by choice as I balance carefully on the balls of my feet. I take notice of each inhale, hoping to make the least amount of sound. I have hopes that the quiet will erase some of the commotion I have made in previous years. My life just a record, a chaotic sound clashing upon my body. Violent rhythms of patterns fill me with each passing moment. This is where I exist in chaos. Existence is chaos, and I exist to try to manage the chaos. Okie dokie. And that is the poetry I have for you today in this podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope this fills your time and gave you some stuff to think about. I hope you and your family and everyone that you love are well, and I hope that, you know, your anxiety is at a lull, and we're all going to get through this. It's all just going to pass. We just got to stick together and not panic and be assholes. Um, We just have to be conscious of other people. Um, This is really hurting a lot of people at this time, so, yeah. Um, yeah, but I hope everyone's good and I'm sending a whole bunch of love and, you know, drink your waters, fluids, rest, you know, eat good food. (laughs) All right. Entertain yourself. Don't go crazy. Don't just binge Netflix. This is the time to create. I bid you guys adieu and until the next one.